His Morning Crew with Rob, Allison, and Jim. You guys, we've been getting all these texts and emails from people that want advice. I'm like, uh, I don't think I'm qualified to do that. Well, I know I'm underqualified, <laughs> but there's one person that we do know that is so super qualified in that, and that would be our good friend Bone Hampton with some bona fide advice. Yeah, Jessica's got a question. She says, I've met my soulmate, and he's amazing. But he lives in another time zone. I've only known him a whole week, but should I move? Oh, Bone Hampton, what's your bona fide advice for Jessica? Uh, no. You have to treat beginning stages of a relationship like something you just purchased at Best Buy. Best Buy gives you 29 days to try it out and return it for a full refund if you're not happy with it. But after 30 days, you got to keep that. It's easy to pretend for a week. It's hard to pretend for over a month. So just enjoy it and see if on day 29 you feel like you do on day 70. But don't move. Make sure you got something going on over there in that other time zone. Because if you ain't got nothing else going on in that time zone, you will be completely dependent on him to make your life. Let me tell you something that's not good. It's when you completely dependent on somebody walking around Earth right now to complete your life. You're not going to be happy with the results. Uh-huh. That's just my bona fide advice. Bone Hampton, bona fide advice. Yes. Okay, so if you happen to need some advice, we've got some bona fide advice for you. So text us, 800-447-7234. Mornings with his morning crew. Quick question. Who are you related to that's notable, that's, like, famous? Who are you related to? Allison. Johnny Appleseed. Jim. The Rock. (laughs) Dwayne Johnson. You are not. Obviously. Come on. (laughs) Okay, there's this young lady that's in the low country. That is loosely related to the Duchess of Sussex, mm. Meghan Markle. What are their last names? What? I just realized I don't know the last names of the royal family. Oh, I don't think anyone really knows that. Okay. They're really long. Yeah, I guess so. So now she, Meghan Markle is the Duchess of Sussex and Jade Collar in the Low Country. She's related to her. Hmm. Yeah, she's related to her through... Um, her grandfathers, great-grandfathers, because they were brothers. So what's that? A distant, 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 beyond distant cousin? Something like that? Jade and Megan, their fathers even grew up in the same area, and Jade was just on Live 5, and um, she said uh, there was something that's very similar to her life and Megan's life because she beat her to the punch and got married like over a week ago. I got married about a week ago, so congratulations! Exa- thank you. So exactly a week before Meghan and Prince Harry got married, not exactly the same type of fanfare. I had about uh, we had about 100 guests at ours, and it was on actually our family farm in Pennsylvania um, that Meghan's great great grandfather was the original owner of. So that's where ours was, and. Uh, I didn't become a Duchess of Sussex, (laughs) but I did feel like I was a princess that day. And I'm sure it didn't cost 45 mil. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) For that wedding. But I'm sure she looked just as lovely. Yes. So she's loosely related to Meghan Markle, the Duchess of Sussex. Allison is Johnny Appleseed. John is, or Jim is The Rock. Dwayne Johnson, yes, right. (laughs) Sure. Close cousins. Yeah. (laughs) I'm nobody. 
But how about you? Who are you related to that's notable, who's famous? 800-447-7234. That's 800-HIS-RADIO. You can call or text right on in. Rob, Allison, and Jim. The notable folks you know. Like this young lady who's in the low country. Her name is Jade. She's related to Megan, the Duchess of Sussex, who Mm. just got married over the weekend. You know that whole royal wedding thing. Allison's related to Johnny Appleseed. Mm -hmm. Jim is... uh, (laughs) Related to The Rock. Oh, we obviously. need to keep this going. Come on. What? Yeah. Well, you know. Everybody so. else is being serious, Jim. Oh, Come on, and Jim. we all know yeah. you're not really related to The Rock. Come on. Uh, for crying out loud. So the calls and texts are coming in at 800 447 7234. Keely says Pocahontas. My grandfather had her, had her family ancestry done, and his family came over here during the World the War of 1812, and he was raised in Kentucky. No way, that's so weird because Gail texted, my daughter on her father's side is related to Pocahontas. What? So I wonder if Gail and and Keely are related. (laughs) Really? We should hook you two up. Yes. Your family. They have a big reunion and everything. Yeah, that's amazing. Wow. We've we've made restoration in somebody's relationship happen here. There you go. And they didn't even know they were torn apart. Me and the Rock? (sighs) No. Okay, Stephanie, how about you? My husband is related to... Jane Seymour, Henry VIII's third wife. They have traced it way far back. (laughs) How many eons ago was that? You're asking the wrong person. Let's call it the 1400s. (laughs) Don't be crazy. That was a lot of work, though, to get that far back, you know? I am sure. They have the chart with the lineage um, that goes all the way back to her. What does that mean to you to have someone notable in your line? I I don't know. Because, I mean, I don't know how. They're very proud of it. They make sure they tell everybody that they are related to Jane Seymour. Um, <laughs> I look at it as we're already royalty, you know? I don't hey. need Jane Seymour to tell me I'm a princess. Okay, okay, that's it. Mornings with his morning crew. We started thinking because this young lady is related because of her great, 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 great granddad or something like that to Meghan Markle. You know, whole wedding thing. Her name is Jade. She's in the low country. So we started thinking about the famous or notable people that you could be related to at 800-447-7234. Lindsay is provoking me to jealousy because she's related to P.T. Barnum of the Barnum and Bailey Circus and, of course, my favorite movie. I knew you were going there. (laughs) I love how the music matches the time period. (laughs) Just saying. Oh, I'm sure Lindsay's seen that movie many times, right, girl? Recording. (laughs) And then Ray says, my great, great something, grandpa, was cousins with the outlaw Jesse James and also helped to catch him. No way. Yes, it's true. He's on his cousin? Yeah. Okay, Kay's with us. What about you, Kay? Well, on my mother's side, Bach. Johann Sebastian Bach, Ooh. and on my dad's side, George Rogers Clark. Who's that? Uh, well, he he was uh, the one that led uh, uh, expeditions west. Lewis and Clark? Yes. Oh, wow. wow. Amazing. How adventurous yep. are you? Uh, well, uh, I'm, I've always been a risk taker. <laughs> just like Clark. More than just pretty voices. Started talking about those people that you are related to. The ones that, well, some people will say famous or notable. And some people are calling and texting that in at 800-447-7234. Oh, this one's pretty cool. We have a text from Marie. The great, great, great grandfather's last name was Selick. Does that ring a bell? We are distant cousins to Tom. 
Tom Selleck. No. If only he would come to our family reunions. Why not? Come on, yeah, come Tom. Come on, Tom. You can do it. Well, Jennifer says my dad's grandmother is a Hatfield from the Hatfield and McCoys. Don't want them coming to the family. Oh, yeah. Oh, that long line of family feud. Although they did get the peace back in 1971. Well, there you go. Yeah. Oh, hey. Story. I know my history. Ball been, of information. I've been reading lately. That's been helping out. Celeste is along with us. Okay, how about you, Celeste? Well, I just heard a lady on the phone saying they traced her daughter's ancestry back and she was related to Pocahontas on her father's side. And I thought that was so funny because Miranda, my daughter, is, well, and my other two children are also related to Pocahontas on my husband's side. Whoa, so do you need no Keely and Gail? I don't. Because they're also related to Pocahontas. I know. I thought that was funny. That's why I called it called in. It's my husband it's my husband's father's side of the family. And um and it tra- she had to do a project in fifth grade and we tried it trade up and we learned it. And we're also related to Elizabeth Grant on his on my mom's side. Apparently my side has no famous people whatsoever. But his side is pretty popular. Rob, Allison, and Jim. So, who are you related to that is famous? That's the question this morning at 800-447-7234. Yeah, James says, a few years ago, my father was tracing our family history and found out we're related to Johnny Cash. Get out. Like fifth or sixth cousin. That's cool. Yeah. And then we got a text from Kristen. We did an ancestry search and discovered that I had ancestors on my mom's side that came over on the Mayflower. Huh. My dad was cousins with George Went from Cheers. Everybody's going to know your name. That's <laughs> That's so cool. So Gail is joining us, too. What about you, Gail? Prince Harry. You are? A relative, a relative of mine. His name is Francis Duke of Peck. His father is a great grandfather of the queen. Well, how'd you find this out? Because my dad did our whole genealogy, so I don't have to do the blood stuff. Right. And found that he has, like, this whole book. So did you watch the wedding? Yes, I did. But I thought it was really cool to even know that I had some kind of bloodline there. I'm sure your invitation just got lost in the mail. I think it did, too. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Mercy Me is coming to the upstate of South Carolina this fall. Concert's going to be amazing, especially with that Can Only Imagine movie that came out. So many people are like, I want to go to that thing. So we're hearing from Sally. And Sally, you had a question. What was it? How can I buy tickets through the website? Because for for Mercy Me, my husband, for my birthday, that's what I asked for because my birthday is Thursday. Well, happy birthday. Thank you. And uh, how many tickets are you going to get to go to Mercy Me? We were trying to get four. Sally, who are you going to bring to the Mercy Me concert with you? We were going to bring a couple with us that doesn't have the money to pay for tickets. If they couldn't go because he works, he usually works second shift, then we would take our son and maybe a friend of his. So on your birthday, you're going to give yourself Mercy Me concert tickets and also gift Mercy Me concert tickets to this one couple that can't make it themselves because of finances? That's correct. Well, you know what? We might as well just give you these tickets and say happy birthday. Oh, my gosh. We have four just for you. Thank you so much. Wow, that is so kind of you. Well, you're the kind one. You're the one that started the whole thing. You're paying it forward and stuff. Well, thank you very much. I really appreciate that. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Yeah, our little friend Kristen Hampton did a story on this on WBTV on the good news thing she does. And uh, it's Rick Ellis. He's a farmer in Lincoln County. He's got a little 20-acre farm. And uh, he noticed um, uh, an egg was missing, a chicken egg was missing. And uh, 
he sees his black snake, which is a harmless snake, by the way, even if it is a snake. And uh, so there's a, he posted this video of him questioning the snake. Hey, I was missing an egg. Did you get it? I talk to all my animals. I have to. It helps me with my sanity. There was a broke egg down there. You got it, didn't you? And so the, the snake was coming up to his, what he called his buggy, that he's on, kind of like a golf cart kind of thing. And so it was kind of like going underneath and he was waiting for it to come out the other side. Then he realized, hey, it didn't come out the other side. And he realized it got into his buggy. Get out of my buggy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he wanted to share a meal. Yeah, that's like a famous saying now. Everybody's saying it. Get out it, of my buggy? Yes. I use it all the time now. But it's got like well over 100,000 views on this and people are just saying because it's so funny. It's just one of those things that just kind of hit right and it's mm -hmm. funny. And his little country uh, accent, get out of my buggy. I was wondering why you kept saying that to me yesterday. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, I've been saying that to you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny. Yes, it was I'll stay funny. out of your buggy. Yes, <laughs> we're all out of Jim's buggy today. Oh, buggy. 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 Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Ben Bender has two passions in life. They're Jesus and golf. As a matter of fact, golf has been a part of Ben's life since he was 28 years old. And he's played golf for, get this, 66 years. Mm. He's 93 years old now, but he has bursitis in his hip. So it's hard for him to get around. So at 93, Ben decided it is time for me to hang up the golf clubs. As much as I love golf, I've got to hang up the golf clubs. It's hurting me to walk and get around anymore on this golf course. And so he decided he's going to play one last round of golf. Funny thing is, in 66 years, you'd think Ben would at least have made one hole in one. He's never in his life until his last round of golf on the third hole, he hit that puppy all the way in for a hole in one. What a finish. <laughs> I'm telling you, right? Oh, no. A hole in one. They even gave him a trophy of the golf course for making that, which is just so cool. Way to go. He said this, it was the last time I was able to play, and I think God had a hand in this. I love the game, and I hate to give it up, but you can't play forever. Um, no one gives up after a hole-in-one. He's going to start over again. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. Hey, hang it up yeah. while you're on top, right? Mornings with his morning crew. Well, Johanna Sandstrom from Sweden. She has two little kids, and she loved them so much. She wanted to put their names on her arm to tattoo her names, their names, not her name, on her arm. Isn't that precious? What a loving mom. She's Quite 30 years old. Quite the commitment. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so Nova and Kevin's names were put on her little arm. And then uh, the only problem is when she got home, she noticed that it was not Nova and Kevin. It was Nova and Kelvin. Whoops. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. So she went back there and said, hey, you misspelled my child's name. And the tattoo artist, being full of compassion, laughed. <laughs> he goes, oh, I can't do anything about it now. And offered her a refund. That was precious. Ouch. Yeah. So she went home, did some research on how to get rid of a tattoo. It's apparently very painful and uh, time-consuming and expensive. So instead, it was easier and less painful to change her son's name from Kevin to Kelvin. No way. <laughs> How old is the kid? He's only two. He was fine. 
but it, it turns out that they started liking Kelvin better anyway. Wow. So, <laughs> so isn't that great? Should have consulted the tattoo artist first before naming the kid in the first yeah, place. He didn't ask any questions about spelling or anything. <laughs> Kevin, I'll make it Kelvin. I love doing hells. Isn't that precious? Wow. Uh, that's yeah. quite the story. Yeah, so now Nova's upset that her name wasn't changed. I'm kidding. I don't know how old she was, but she's fine with Nova. His morning crew. Kelly and her family just moved to the Boston area. She posted on a Facebook group asking for advice for the best way to get to the children's hospital because her eight-year-old daughter, Mary Alice, was born with a genetic disorder. It affects her skin, her joints, muscles, hearing, and sight. So she has to go to the children's hospital once a month to meet with specialists. And when she posted that on Facebook, you know, she was honestly just asking for like tips on avoiding traffic and that kind of thing. But one person responded to that Facebook post offering to chauffeur Mary Alice and her mom to the hospital for free. His name is Steve. He's a limo driver. So he drives Mary Alice and her mom to the hospital each month in style. I have a similar story. When I was a child, my mother had to bring me back and forth to the children's hospital. So I understood, you know, her stress. She's a lot of fun. She's always giggling, always making sounds, you know. Um, it's a good time. Steve never asked for anything in return, and his kindness has taken a huge burden off the shoulders of this family. Good for him. Mm-hmm. That's so nice. Yeah, nothing like a limo drive to uh, relieve your stress. I find it very uh, non-stressful. What's the word? <laughs> that works. <laughs> okay, non-stressful. Uh huh. When I come in in the mornings in the limo. Is there anything more exciting than riding in a limo as a kid? Oh my goodness. No, nothing. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Thank you for your words of wisdom, Jim. You're welcome. And your limo drive that you have in every morning. Mm-hmm. By the way, that's not true. What? Just in case you were wondering if Jim was telling the truth. Uh-uh. White lies, man. Don't tell them. Oops, I'm sorry. Mornings with his morning crew. Foster Awareness Month. I love this month because my life has been personally impacted by foster care. If we did not get in foster care as our family, Elijah would never be in our lives. And we can't even fathom having life without our little 10-year-old in our life. And Drew and Tiffany are foster parents as well. They live in Irmo, and they were just featured on News 19. They've had this amazing journey. They're going through infertility, and they decided, let's be foster parents. God led them in that direction. Two siblings came into their home a year after they made that decision to live. They were nine and two years old. It rocked their world, and God led them to adopt these two young people in their lives. And for them, they'll tell you it's been a very rewarding experience. I never thought being a foster parent, I would have this much joy, um, especially with this child not being biologically mine, but having them in my home and knowing, like I said, that they're loved and seeing them know that we love them. I think that's a beautiful reward.
They continue on because now they have a little five-month-old in their home that they get to love on. And since they've been foster parents for quite some time, they're helping others along the way. If they have thoughts about being foster parents, they're able to share their experience with others, which I think is just so cool. What a wonderful gift these two are. And even if you can't be a foster parent, there are so many other ways that you can serve the foster community or even be a respite foster parent or things like that that are shorter term. So there's so many ways we can help, and the need is so big. I remember the first time I heard the word respite. I'm Mm -hmm. like, what in the world does that mean, respite? (laughs) And that's just giving some foster families that need to go on vacation and their children cannot go with them. That's in their care because their biological family says, no, they can't go with you on that vacation. There's another family that steps up to bat for the weekend or whatnot to take care of those foster kids placed in your care so that uh, they can go and go on their vacation with their family or whatnot. So it's really cool how all that works. Yeah, I would like to uh, get more involved in that, except for we have 25 kids plus my parents we're dealing with in the business. Other than that, I would take in like 20 foster you know, kids. Where Allison goes to church, they have this whole like foster care um, supply closet for lack mm-hmm. of a better way to put it. What do they call it? Yeah, that's what it's called. It's the, called the supply closet, and you can go and get free stuff, whatever you need from diapers to clothes to cribs if you're a foster parent or an adoptive parent. And people donate that. So you want me to fill that is what you're saying? Exactly. <laughs> All right. You're catching the drift very well here, Jim. Go out today. I'll be right back. Take your leaky Jeep and everything and pick uh-huh. up the supplies if you want. All right. More than just pretty voices. All those gender reveal thingies. There's so many of them. Yeah. And they're so creative. Yeah, they didn't do that when I was having a little offspring. That's okay. Being 60 is cool, Jim. It's okay. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. I make it cool is what you meant. Yes, you do. He rocks 60. So did you get surprised when they were born? Is that what happened? No, we knew. That was the reveal. (laughs) (laughs) That was great. No, that's unique. No one ever does that. No. But uh, there was this one reveal, and of course they always put it on video, put it on Facebook, and all that kind of stuff. When uh, you know how like they have the ball, I don't know where you buy these things, but they explode when you hit them with a bat, like a blue or pink. Mm. And uh, so there's one, and I don't know who it was who was playing catcher, but it was a high pitch, so the guy didn't swing, and the catcher caught it with his forehead. Oh! And it exploded in a cloud of blue. On him? Yes. <laughs> I don't know whether it was saying that he's a boy, <laughs> which I think he is. Um, but, and of course, they show it in slow motion. It's very cool. And it ended up on Sports Center and all kinds of yeah, stuff. That's pretty and awesome. And even better, it's ending up on his radio. Yeah. <laughs> that's how big it is. That's the way you should do every gender reveal party. Yeah. Just pick somebody and throw a ball at his forehead. <laughs> I, I don't think. It looks like it would hurt bad because it looks like a hard ball, but I, obviously it's, it's not very hard. It's like a firework exploding over his head. It's <laughs> yeah. awesome. And when the smoke that kind of dissipates, he's sitting there holding his forehead. And his the blue crowd hair. is shocked. But we think it's a boy. Did they scream like, it's a boy? <laughs> like, oh my goodness, is he okay? Best gender reveal yet. <laughs> Nobody's going to top that one. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Try it, buy it, what should you do? Why not ask his morning crew? It's a crew review. It's a crew review. It's a crew review.
Dear His Morning Crew, I've heard a lot about journaling, of course, but now everyone seems to be talking about Bible journaling. What's that all about, and what do I need to get started? Irene from Irmo. Well, this is so cool, and what great timing, because I found this lady on Instagram. It's a Christian company in Guyton, Georgia, started back in 2007, when Corinne, a mom, was searching for a night stamp, you know, like knights and kings and queens. Uh, you know, yeah, whatever that yeah. kind of night royalty, <laughs> royalty, yeah, uh, for her son's fifth birthday party invitations, and she couldn't find one, so she made one, and the rest is history because uh, they launched this company, and then in 2015 they launched a line specifically for Bible journaling with different uh, Bible verses and things. So we're trying this out today. It's called Sweet and Sassy Stamps. So this is what you do. They're clear stamps. So the way you do them is a little bit different. I wasn't familiar with this, but you peel off the stamp, you stick it to an acrylic block, then you ink your stamp by tapping it. Jim, can you can you just show us how that works? <laughs> and then you push the stamp down onto your paper and voila, show us what you're crafting over there, oh. Jim. <laughs> I am crafting the the crosses. Oh, that's so cool. Thank you. And what's that spot on your pants? <laughs> you dropped I it. have this magnetic yeah. pull. Whenever I wear lighter color pants, mm -hmm. if there's anything with ink on it, it goes right to, to my pants. So you journaled your pants. I did. <laughs> Incredible. Passing but not with, the, Rob, so not with the crosses. I did it with just the pad. I went right for the pad. <laughs> yeah. So. so I didn't, I should have known better, but I didn't bring you guys smocks. <laughs> uh, I feel like I failed as a mom, but. Um, you did. So I didn't think this was going to be messy, but I should know better dealing with you guys. You know what I like about these stamps? Because <laughs> I hear about this Bible journaling. I see these people do these phenomenal art pieces. Yes. In their Bible, I'm like, all I can do is underline and write. And now it's like you can you can do all that fancy stuff. Mm -hmm. I have a Bible that has, you know, margins on the side to do the Bible journaling, and I'm like wasting all that space. Oh, you should try it. I should. It's There's something really beautiful about being creative with the Word of God. It is. And bringing that into your quiet time. It yes. is. Rob, it, it, you need to eat your sweet and sassy stamps. I guess so. Well, somebody's going to win these sweet and sassy stamps because you can as well. That's Bob Ross, by the way. Oh, I love you it. you remember, Bob. Yes, some yeah, happy the, trees. The, the, the painter guy <laughs> never got to help us be creative. <laughs> so how do you express your creativity? Let us know on Facebook. You can go to our His Radio Facebook page and possibly win these sweet and sassy stamps. Yeah, that's cool. I love this. This is the first time I've uh, played around with these, and I, I definitely will give it a thumbs up. Jim? It goes well on pants, so thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, it does go well on Jim's pants, so thumbs up. <laughs>